Hi. Hi. I'm Larkin. I'm Katie. And this is episode 12 of A Little More Free. orb what is that selenite it's a selenite orb oh my gosh mm-hmm. those are the ones that have like they're usually like in long skinny. yeah the wands they like, yeah yeah wow they're really good for clearing cleansing and clearing mm. energy mm. amazing yes where are you getting your stones um this one i got from my friend courtney of Courtney's uh-huh. crystals that we talked yes. about a few episodes ago. Oh my gosh, does she sell Sujolite? I don't know. I should ask her about that. Ask her because I looked it up and it turns out that what I really want is actually sort of an even rarer version of Sujolite that's called Sujolite Gel. It's very, very oh. deep um, magenta or purple. Okay. Um, and it's just, it's like so dark and intense colors that you can't see through it. Mm. And it's amazing. Okay. And it's kind of hard to find. I only found one person on Etsy selling it. Mm. It's kind of expensive. So I haven't seen any Sujolite from her, but I will definitely ask um, her. And this is already a tangent. She was, I meant to tell you, she was selling some citrine, true citrine from Brazil, interestingly. <laughs> oh, when are we going to get her on? Yeah, we need to get her on. I really want to do an episode with her. Yes. Yeah. We're going to do it. Maybe okay. not for a little bit, but. <laughs> because. Because. We have news. Well, my travels have arrived, and so we're pressing pause on the podcast for about a month. Until the week of July 4th? July 4th. Mm -hmm. We'll resume. And I want, should that be our season two? Maybe. I don't know how these things work. (laughs) It's possible that there will be things before then but that is our our plan because I'm going to be nannying an adorable three-month-old and I have no idea what that's going to be like so yeah safer just to to press pause right now and anything that comes along in addition to that is a bonus yay so um and we're hoping that we will have however by June before 20th. June 20th, mm-hmm. we are going to launch a weekly, no, sorry, monthly, monthly astrological <laughs> planner. Yay. Yes. And it, it'll be free. All you have a to little, do is sign it'll up. be a little more free, a little more free. Yes, it will be. <laughs> And so it'll just help you to follow along with the transits. And we're also going to give you um, a lot of nice information about what the astrological signs mean that we're in, you know, the Venus cycles that we're in, the moon phases, and um, some nice tools for tracking your own chart as well. Yes. 
So we're excited. We're, but we're developing it. So yes, quite um, literally, we had the idea appeared like two days ago. So <laughs> you were the first to hear about it. And we we're hoping to have something done in about a month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what else with that? We'll be back the, the week of 4th of July. We're, we're going to have these free planners, monthly planners. We decide, so we've been trying to decide what to do about the idea of t-shirts and other merchandise, nice. a little more free merchandise. And we've kind of hit a, a snag, which is interesting because, uh, you know, you were talking about not wanting to just keep putting more junk into the world, which we are not going to do. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. wouldn't do that anyway, but you know it's something to think about. Like if you're creating products and you're putting them out there, like, you know, in what way are you creating them? Um, you know, are we using ethically sourced fabric, you know, or, right. you know, organic cotton or hemp or whatever. And, you know, what and where, about where are they being made? Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we've been There's pondering these things. there's more research to do <laughs> to keep things both eco-friendly and cost-effective <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, i guess we could have like a waiting list huh build up a waiting list and then we could that's true do the eco-conscious printing you know like the yeah. full deal. once we get enough folks that want a shirt that's a good idea yeah i like it yeah and so also shortly well, look at somebody's joining now, us somebody is joining us it's elliot oh, your, your screen name needs to get changed hon it's it's elliot the great and powerful elliot i i can do it I can do it too. I love your lighting in your room. Oh my god! I can change it if you need me to. So epic! No, it's perfect. There he goes, Elliot the Great. There it is. Are we recording? We are recording. Oh. Welcome. Hold on, I need to close my door. <laughs> so we are so excited about this. Oh. This is my nephew Elliot and my godson, godson. Elliot. Yes. <laughs> And Elliot is going to tell us all about his mighty plans My mighty for plans the summer. The summer, yeah. Which includes launching a podcast. Yeah, an amazing Ooh. podcast. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't have specifics for it down yet, but that's all right. Um, as of right now, I'm planning to launch something on Spotify on June first as of right now nice. but again it also has to go along with what my friends are able to do so so are you going to do audio only or are you going to do video as uh, for for the first episode it's definitely going to be audio only because i just don't know how to figure out video right now <laughs> but um yeah as of right now so why so wait you, wait wait first for those that don't know elliot Elliot, tell us who you are. 
Um, I'm Other a freshman. What? Cooked L. The great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a freshman at Blacksburg High School. I am. Um, I'm currently failing four of my classes. No. It happens. Actually, no, that's not true. That's an exaggeration. But um, I'm I do remote school, so I think that's something we can talk about. Mm. So how old are you? I'm uh, 15. Just turned 15 in February. And what, what grade is that? That's ninth grade. Yeah. And what is your sign? My sign is Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> Goes pretty well with the blue lights there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't even wait. That's like blue. You're under the ocean. They Does look it not like blue to you? No, it looks purple. Oh, oh, it's totally blue. I like oh, I it. I thought it was purple. It was <laughs> going to be the purple vibe. Guess it's not. So, so Elliot, you had, you did have some ideas about the podcast and I thought Larkin and I were thinking that we might, even though you haven't like fully got the plan and you haven't figured everything out and that's totally, actually, I think it can be a lot of fun to sort of like have an organic process with developing yeah. a podcast, but she and I thought that we would sort of prime you, prime your thinking process by asking you questions yeah. and then also she happens to be trained as a coach and if you are open to that we could do a little coaching with you yeah, some some lark spark coaching that's lark it yeah that <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds great so let's first just talk about which classes are you passing uh, right. <laughs> well, I'm taking algebra, earth science, Spanish, and marketing right now. And I'm passing marketing and science, and I will pass algebra. I know I'm going to pass algebra. I, he just hasn't put in a couple grades yet. So just, I, I don't really know my situation with Spanish. It's really hard. But, um, I, I struggled with Spanish a lot all throughout kind of my first little bit of high school here and hmm. I only got a semester's worth of a year-long class as well so and earth science yeah earth, earth science is she just hikes with her husband the entire time and she's only there like two days a week so <laughs> she just gives us a bunch of notes to fill out it's not that hard if you just stay on track <laughs> I loved earth science that's my favorite topic in high school hmm. yeah volcanoes and glaciers and yeah no yeah we talk about all that stuff it's just it's from on, on my side at least it just looks like a lot of notes just a lot of notes and worksheets to fill out because that's all they can really give us here at home yeah sounds a little boring i guess it definitely is that's all that's pretty much what the whole day is worth like it's a lot of repeated activities like for the past week i've woken up two minutes before class and kind of sat there like like kind of half awake and <laughs> listening to her play her like insanely loud like Korean pop music <laughs> in the beginning of marketing class and yeah marketing that's fascinating Gosh. you have to take one marketing class in high school to get a advanced diploma so you do yeah wow, wow. crazy we had to take typing or business 
Oh, typing. So that's the equivalent. Do yeah. You so take typing. I took, uh, typing, I took typing in sixth grade three yeah. years ago. But that nothing. It was complete. They, they like the teacher was so bad. First of all, like, like she was she was doing her thing. I understand that she had like a whole. You could say like she the MCPS gave her a specific uh, thing that she had to do, and um, but it was just like the worst class ever. Like it was just like, okay, now try to type your name with your eyes closed. And I'm sitting here like R T S P, and they put like these awful orange covers on our keyboards, and so we couldn't actually see any of the keyboard even if we tried to look. So it ended. The class ended up just being whatever she turned around. We would like lift it up and type really quickly, and then just put it back down when she was gone, or when she was looking back at us. So I still don't know how to type without looking at the keyboard other than my name, but. Well, the only way you learn is by practice, you know. Well, yeah, but I just don't we even see why that's a, a valuable skill. Larkin, were you, was she still there when you were when you went through? She was our eighth grade typing teacher. She was this ancient, maybe not wizened at that point, but I thought she was ancient Filipino woman. Oh. Remember her? She and she would go f a space f a space back a space. <laughs> I don't think I don't think my woman was Filipino, but she was ancient. It, it was like it was so we would always make fun of her poor thing i feel really bad now <laughs> but we would always we, just want to play learn. the oregon trail oh yeah i, I had it i remember playing that game that is yeah, that a thing on taping uh, classes we we actually like played that game as part of like a curriculum in our classes like so. a history curriculum <laughs> yeah and we had to like take notes on it and stuff, but that was like at least three years ago. I don't even remember most of it, but all I remember was making like stupid names for the characters. And it's funny you know. that they still call it a typing class, even though it's not. But you only took I it think, in sixth grade. Yeah, I only took it. Well, it was only a one year class, and um, they called it digital input technologies. So we also learned a little bit about like Microsoft Word and like formatting. And I've never used any of it in the rest of my middle and high school career because we you purely the school is like google docs purists and oh, really? they do not use not word for anything it's because they can control our google drives through our like issued chromebooks and so and they can't do the same with like word documents they can't view what we're typing and writing and adding to them so oh my gosh wow. fascinating oh i heard this thing about kids using google docs to gossip with each other and yeah you know like as a like a live chat kind of thing yeah and, and hangouts as well oh, they'll use yeah. google hangouts but uh they had to block all that stuff from our computers because we would talk on it during class but right and i heard kids I'm, were getting bullied on it yeah people my age are like completely out of that right now it's either like nobody goofs off in school anymore you just kind of go to school and do it oh really it's a little depressing yeah what ah. kind of like the last year has kind of put us through all we want to do is just kind of get through the day if you know what i mean wow so this is what you're going to talk about in your podcast right the experience mm -hmm. of this weird yeah, the experience of kind of like growing up and i guess you could say and how the past year kind of affected that like but not not specifically just that it's like sort of you know like expectations uh, mental health issues because I've had 
like personally i don't struggle that much but um i've had friends who have had like pretty bad like uh like depression and like other things so mm-hmm. it's uh I feel like it's something that, like, if if I were to talk about, I would, like, have it on my mind less, you know, so. Yeah, right. Especially if there's so many of you, you know, having that, it's like you're not alone. Yeah, it's it's definitely not a small percentage. And I think a lot of that is because of just, like, the enormous and overbearing workload that our school system gives us. And, like, if you look at other school systems, like, in the county or i mean sorry not in the county but like in virginia or like different states or anything they're like drastically less than mm-hmm. what it is in mcps and like montgomery county in general so mm-hmm. so like i'll be going home and doing like uh, after i get out of school i'll do maybe eight hours of homework i yeah i work from so, so you i go, go from like school- eight to like 12 p.m online right yeah so mm-hmm. i'm completely virtual i haven't i don't even know my way around the high school it's <laughs> yeah, gonna be a struggle when i go into take sols <laughs> <laughs> so so like what's your day you get up at what time um, i get up at around 7 50 ish now i try to get up a little bit earlier now because i want to i sometimes i get caffeination sometimes i don't Sometimes I make myself like a little bowl of oatmeal. I'm not, it's, it varies every day, but I have been waking up a little bit earlier and earlier every day just because, and going to sleep a little earlier too, because my sleep schedule is just completely awful over like winter break. Mm. So yeah, like I was, I was staying up until like 3 a.m. every single school night and like just sleeping through my first two classes. And so, and I dug myself in a huge hole of missing work. <laughs> so, so it's hard because like especially with online school like you don't have anybody there telling you like hey Elliot pick your head up do the work like I can just turn my camera off and mute and I could like go on a bike ride for like so it's I think yeah. it's, it's so, a, so definitely it a lot easier in person you because you guys it sounds like you guys have found the motivation like what is it that motivates you to uh what motivates me right now is that I just want to be able to graduate in ninth grade <laughs> <laughs> at that point it's what it is and um which is over in like a week right or two weeks uh next week is monday and tuesday are the last days of actual instruction mm-hmm. and that includes uh like final exams and any tests and anything mm-hmm. and then the last day to turn in any work is wednesday and that's the last day of school so next wednesday is the last day of school okay may 26th 26th yeah mm-hmm. all right and every wednesday for us also is a I don't know what they call it, a Wednesday inclement weather day. And there's no classes that day and they don't assign work. Well, at least there's that. So you have to check in it by 10 a.m. on a little Google form, but that's it. Okay. But so like um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, it's been, you start virtual classes at eight? Yeah, I start virtual classes at eight and those go until 1045. Okay. I have two classes in the morning. I have marketing and Spanish in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then it's the same schedule for every high schooler who's virtual right now. Mm-hmm. And then we, remote kids, just have a break. It's an hour and like 30 minutes or so. And that's in the middle of the day. 
and that's when the kids who are normally in school they either have like a tutoring session in school or they have like uh like a study hall or lunch period or whatever so that's normally when i eat breakfast so if i don't eat a snack in the morning i'll just eat breakfast after my first two classes and then on mondays and thursdays i've been going to spanish tutoring with uh somebody from minnesota so wow and then and then you come back come yeah. back at 12 10 12 10 and then I go to algebra and earth science and each of my classes are like an hour and 20 to an hour and 30 minutes long. Okay. And for algebra and earth science, I don't really pay attention during those because they our algebra teacher teaches for like 10 minutes then turns his camera off and mutes. And we don't really get to know what's going on in the classroom, I guess you could say, but <laughs> it's what just, it? I just, I just do the work. It's like, okay. it's just a worksheet every day. And then, but like, if I don't do the worksheet because I have work from say Spanish and I was busy cooking or doing Spanish tutoring in that break in between Spanish and algebra, then that algebra work builds up and I have to do it after school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So then this, so then you're done at like what time? About three. Three. Yeah. So then you said you have eight hours of homework after school? nowadays yeah if i hadn't dug myself in a huge hole i would have had three hours every day but (laughs) right now it's i get up at like 8 a.m and i go into like 12 a.m so okay and then on nights where it's not school so like fridays tuesdays and saturdays i'll be going to bed at like three four in the morning just because that's when my free time is (laughs) That's when the only free time I get is. And so that's when I'll go and talk to my friends at like three in the morning. So. Oh man. All right. Well, it's about to be over. So this yeah, is it'll be time. over soon. <laughs> this is always how it is. This is how it is in college. You know, it's insane. You don't sleep, you cram for exams and then you're free. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. In, in, in college, it's a little different because you're paying for every one of those classes. So suddenly, like, yeah, failing them doesn't seem to make as much sense. Yeah, and me personally, I'm a very motivation-based worker. Like, I don't, the things that I really, like, invest my time in and, like, use my, like, full mind capacity to, I guess you could say, is the things that I'm interested in. So, like, mm-hmm. if you look at my grades, it's, like, in English, which I, I really liked the teacher and I really liked the class, it was English honors in uh, last semester. And I had like really, really good high B's A's all all semester for that class. Every single grade in that class was like a high B or an A. Mm. But if you look at like this history class, which was taught by this guy named David Dunstan, like he his voice was like this and he just talked like this the entire time. And like, it was just a lecture for an hour. And like, it's impossible to pay attention to that no matter where you are. I, I can see how it would be easier in school, but like, especially when you're sitting like here in your room and like, you can just pick up your phone and like, look at that. Or like, you can like read a book or go lie in bed or something like, cause you don't have to turn your camera on for anything. So like, how are they supposed to know if you're just walking around? Yeah. Well, quite a wild uh, first year of high school. Uh, yeah yeah and i haven't really been able to in that free time i was saying i 
haven't really been able to do like what I would have liked to, you know, because of mm. COVID and other complications. What would what would you have liked to have been to have been doing? Well, I got invited to like multiple vacations this year mm-hmm. with friends to lakes and beaches and I could have been doing that over break but that didn't exactly happen and then I would have had like this was probably the last year that I would have been able to have sleepovers and like it's just kind of like all that stuff sort of fizzles out the older you get so it doesn't fizzle fizzle out until you get like you know married (laughs) (laughs) sleep over the other night I know. I mean, you know, I've had sleepovers even recently. I've had a sleepover <laughs> at your house, Katie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, um, life is long and the path is winding, but yeah. that is, you know, it is a lot that I hate. I don't want to call you a kid because you're not really a kid anymore. But young people, high schoolers, it's a lot that they've had to adjust and re um configure in their lives like on every level mentally physically all of that um but i think you're doing a great job and my mom i will tell a funny story about my mom who was horrible at math and hated algebra she thought she was gonna fail and she had to like go in this is like you know a long time ago go in and like check her grade for her final grade for algebra and her dad went with her and they they checked it and she got a d and they were like dancing and celebrating and like and one of her classmates came up and was like oh did you get an a in algebra and she was like no i got a d (laughs) and like it's like i didn't fail wait a d is a passing grade well at that point it was back then yeah yeah i think now you have to have a 71 or above for it to be a passing grade wow but like that's not acceptable either way like i want to be at least (laughs) totally yeah Yeah. but but it but the point is is it's all relative right like what does it mean to you exactly and that goes back to like where i was talking about the motivational working like this podcast thing like I was I thought about that for like a good three days in a row because like I was invested in that it was an idea that like I I really thought could like come into something you know and like it's all about when I'm interested in something and like I don't know I don't need to know that lava is called magma or something something went above ground like like i'm i'm not gonna go to a job interview in the future and need to know that like how a glacier is formed they're not gonna be like oh you don't know how a glacier is formed <laughs> get out like they're not gonna say that so so i will just put i'm gonna put a plug for learning things that you might end up being able to use in the future even though you don't think that you need them now um because I understand what you're saying and, but a life is long and you never know where you're going to end up and what you might need. You know, you think that, you know, what you're going to, you're interested in doing. And, you know, I told, and I, and I, and I'm totally, I totally believe the thing about following your passionate interests. Like, yes, I totally agree with that. And so I'm going to totally encourage you no matter what to do that. But 
You never know. For example, I use the quadratic equation all the time in my regular life. Yeah, well, well, and I never thought that I would. And I also use the, tri the, the trigonometry one with the a squared plus b squared equals c squared. I've used that. Like there's just these things that you never know when you're gonna need them. I yeah. use weird math things more often than you would think. Well, but also I, just to play devil's advocate, when you need them, you'll look them up online and and the people who never learned it, they they flounder around and they don't, you know, and they they do workarounds. I've worked with people who like they didn't have that that foundation. And so they would just and they or they would throw it off on me or someone else. And then I had opportunities that they didn't have to advance. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Another thing, because like I think it it's definitely valuable to have that knowledge. But like you're not waking up every day and going, oh, I'm gonna think about the quadratic equation today. You're waking up every day and thinking about, oh, I'm gonna go pay my taxes or go, what am I gonna cook today? Or like, because they don't teach that in school. They don't teach you how to pay your taxes. They don't teach you what to do if you get jumped on the road. They don't teach you what to do if you get pulled over. Like, they don't teach you any of that stuff. They're teaching us stuff that they're that we are required to learn not what we need to learn so like and that that's also like super opinion based but like like how do you know what we need to learn like they don't and they're just casting they a wide net it's exactly imperfect. they're casting a wide net because Definitely. you know you could go on to do any number of things right and it is i mean this could devolve into a conversation on the education system but <laughs> um and there's different models of schools like Waldorf and different places that do more experiential and allow kids to follow their interests when they're really young um but it is like casting a wide net and you know if you want to go into any kind of biology or science-based career you know that stuff's going to be important if you don't then you probably won't, you know, need to know that information except for like trivia night at a bar or something. Yeah. But you just don't know. And I think at, at the younger ages, like a lot of people don't know where they're headed. Um, yeah. I, that, I have no clue what I'm going to do. I just, <laughs> right now it's just getting a good grade in school. And I, I don't feel like that's what it should be. I right. feel like right now at 15 years old i'm three years away from being an adult i feel like i should have some idea of what i'm going to do like and i should have some idea of what i'm going to do instead of some idea of what my grade's going to be like mm. i feel like they're too focused on on just general success when they don't actually have a specification for what that success is going to be or what it can be so like they're just saying we're going to prepare you with this crap so go out and be successful with it like they're not they're not like coming to you and saying hey this is what like okay this is what you want to do in the future like go and like here's the supplies and here's the resources you need like if you want to be a like a broker here's the take this so, math class to learn so like, so there is another aspect to education that um it takes a while to appreciate but 
is it's also part of what you're learning and that is learning how to learn learning how to um you know how to solve problems learning completion and follow through you know learn learning how to finish a project like this is a major life skill and in some ways school begins to prepare you for that so even if the content of what you're learning isn't ultimately you know like the end all be all and maybe is you know, sort of unenlightened, you know, the curriculum is not that well designed, you can still get value out of learning how to learn, learning how to discipline your mind, you know, learning how to focus. Um, yeah, I, I, and I wasn't, I wasn't exactly talking about like, that, like the overall idea of like learning how to learn, I'm talking about like the specific like content that they're teaching us, as in like the magma thing. And like, uh, like I just think that they should definitely be teaching us more life skills that we shouldn't have to teach ourselves mm. well but. it used to be so things are changing so much like well there's a lot of people who are going to school online and they're not even leaving home and stuff but it used to be the tradition was is that all that stuff you're talking about we learned when we went off to college or people who didn't go to college they would just launch out into the regular world and flounder around as young adults for <laughs> yeah well, i don't want to flounder you see like that's why i'm learning to cook and like that's why I, like i'm learning to bank right now and like that's that's well that's great but well, i mean yeah, but i didn't i'm have not a learning clue. that from the school i'm learning that from myself and i'm learning I that from know. my parents i didn't learn until i i mean i landed i was so green i was so naive and i landed splat in hawaii <laughs> and then I ended, actually ended up sort of like getting ejected from the place that I was living in and I had to figure it out on my own. You learn fast when you have to, by the way. Yeah. But uh, like, I didn't have a clue and I just sort of figured it out. Um, it is okay to do that, you know, it won't be the end of the world. Yeah. Well, and I think going back to Katie, what you were saying about uh, learning how to learn, I would say even more valuable is learning how you work and learn. And I feel like there is, and especially in school, because like I said, they're casting a wide net and the school system as it is now is very targeted towards one specific way of learning. And yes, they've tried to diversify it and whatever, but you know, it's, it's very, conducive to like one type of learning and this certain, you know, people that are able to sit still and focus for eight hours a day, which is like absurd to me. And, you know, maybe that isn't how you learn. Maybe that isn't what works for you. And I think it's, it's great to a know that like, there is no one right way to do anything, even if the school says do X, Y, and Z, like that's fine. That's their, that's what they're doing and that's what they need to do or how it's set up right now. But I think, you know, looking at it and, and knowing like, I'm not interested in this, but like, this is the situation I'm in right now. It's temporary. I'm going to do the best that I can do, but like noticing, like, I like learning when I'm listening to somebody or I like learning when I'm reading a book or I like learning by actually like doing a physical 
project. Um, but this goes back a little bit to my coaching training, which is there's an assessment called the Co Cole Kobe. I think it's Kobe. It's either Kobe or Colby, <laughs> but it's with a K, but it, it talks, it assesses like the different ways that you do things. And there's four types and you have a, a scale, a rating scale of each type of working or learning. And it's so, you know, they have the metaphor is like a fish, a squirrel, something that can fly. And then like something else It's like a fish is not going to do great up a tree. A fish is going to do really great in water. So I think a lot of it is, and, and I wish, you know, schools did pay more attention to that. But is learning how you learn, learning how you work. That yeah. Well, like the thing is, I think especially the school I'm in right now, like they can definitely adapt to that. But like, I feel like the 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 student and the parents should not be doing ninety nine percent of the work to have to get somebody to adapt to that. You guys are in a terrible situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's so brutal. It's I don't exactly fair. know if I'm allowed to talk trash about the school system just because. Of, uh, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> free country. Free speech. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's just, I don't think it's a secret that it's just a rough year. It's not yeah. fair. I'm, I'm personally very disgruntled about there being such high standards during such a crazy year. I know. For yeah. kids, for teachers, for for people in general. It's Why like, couldn't it just be a gap year? Right. I mean, you great. know, everyone's in it together. It's not like you're going to be left behind. Left behind from what? Right. You know? Yeah. <sighs> that would have been nice. School is canceled this year. <laughs> yeah. It's been nice for some and a nightmare for others. I know, I know. Uh, I, I I can definitely see what you mean by that, and it's like a lot of kids my age, and like I can say this like very knowingly, like they're not gonna let themselves learn unless they're in a place and they're with people that they want to learn with. Like mm -hmm. if like somebody's in a in a classroom with like a crappy chair that's like cracked down the middle and their butt crack is like sliding through it. Like, they're not going to want to, like, that's such a crappy, like, uh, that's an awful example, but, like. That's a great example. <laughs> awesome metaphor. I don't want my butt crack it. to be sliding around when I'm trying to learn earth. Like, yeah, I think that definitely if, I would, it goes back to the workload thing I was talking about, I think definitely if there's, if there's too many expectations and there's too much work, you're putting your kids and your teachers in a situation where they don't want to help you back. Like <laughs> you're giving them the resources that they need to teach, but like, they don't want to, they don't want to teach if you're giving them crappy chairs. They don't want to teach if you're giving them like exhausted, burnt out students. Like, <laughs> like in my earth science class, she actually like teaches and turns the computer so we can see the whole class. And like, half the people are like and like just like some of them are asleep some of them are just on their phone and like I don't think she really has a way of controlling that mm. how do they feel about that and so yeah that's sad it's unfortunate it's really sad how nobody can be interested in education anymore and 
I, especially my age, especially like, but, but yeah. so, so we've been talking about it though, for the whole time that we've been talking to you. So what I'm also hearing is that in addition to feeling defeated and just over it with it, that you're finding that you actually do really care about some of that. I do care about making a change, but at the same time, like it's mainly just because like, I've, I've, I've seen like the struggles people can have with like an overbearing workload. And like, it's kind of like, I feel like this past year has given me like a lot more maturity, I guess you could say. Like, I'm obviously still like a dumb bozo, but like, (laughs) I think specifically about this situation and like a a couple other things, like I've, I've really gained like sort of a, a sense of like who my friends are and like who like um how do I put this like what I'm what I'm gonna invest myself in I guess you could say mm-hmm. like what I'm gonna what I'm gonna be interested in and like what I'm actually gonna try in and because I, I have the capacity, I have, I'm, I could very well get all A's in my classes. And like, it's just like, I don't, I, they're not interesting to me. <laughs> and so now it's me being forced to do something I don't want to do instead of me doing something I'm interested in. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've, clar- you've been clarifying your values. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is really important. Yeah, and what you care about is a slightly different thing in a way. You know, like you said, what you're passionate about, you know, the, the friendships that are meaningful for you. Yeah, the friendships. The friendships are a big thing. During November, which was election time, I would say that the entire eighth or the entire ninth grade, but back then it still seemed like eighth grade because I hadn't seen any of those people since last March. Wow. Like. I would say the entire like freshman class split down the middle and people who I used to be best friends with, I haven't spoken to since. Because and, of like, the election. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm not going to say specifics, but there were some, there were some very hurtful things said to various people. And so you, you kind of learn which crowd to hang around and which crowd is not so good to hang around yeah okay so i'm gonna do a little social research here um so the whole like after the capital riots and the whole QAnon thing turned out to at least have been wrong about that um what did what did your peer group how did they react to that the ones who had been supporting it the ones who had been supporting a riot yeah the riot QAnon, martial law well, i don't talk to any of those people so you don't know. <laughs> I I definitely see what they post. Like they're like, why am I getting hate for this? Like after they posted like 15 things saying, This is our country, we're we'll take it back. Like something, some other stuff. But I definitely think that especially now in my friend group and stuff, in my age group, that 
it definitely gives people an outlook of you. Like, especially like, even if you don't, even if you agree with the person and they're being stupid, like you're not going to want to have the same ideals as them just because you don't want to be like them. <sighs> if they're getting hated on and they're getting kind of ridiculed for what they believe, like, uh, like you don't want to be put in that same, I guess, category yeah. of getting hated on. But like, it's not, it's not that I have a problem with somebody having an opinion. Like it's like, it, they can choose what they do with it. It's when they come out, on social media and in group chats and like personally target somebody or like mm-hmm. target a group of people or race or religion and like that's when it becomes less of a it's your opinion and more of a it's not an opinion you're just hating on people and i it's it's violence even though exactly. it's on social media and it's in the yeah. virtual realm it's still violence exactly yeah. It's people having a capacity to hate and and taking action. I know? don't I don't understand how people do it, but the the people I hang around, we uh, we all just kind of have the same mentality of everybody's just happy around here. And <laughs> but yeah, I try to I try to uplift people the best I can, but like especially when they're putting out bad stuff on the internet or in real life or whatever it's just you don't want to help those people (laughs) you don't want to be associated with them yeah i'm always you know i'm always interested in digging underneath it like what's really going on with that person but yeah. let's not do that with high schoolers i was gonna ask you like so what are they what are their home lives like but let's not do that <laughs> i'm totally go into that but like not in detail but like i definitely think that being my age there's still people i know who their parents have put a seed in their mind and they only think that like yeah. every single person who i've talked to who supported that riot or who supported trump or whatever I don't think they can form an opinion of their own. Really? Like I've, I've spoken to some of them and they're, they're talking about how Biden's going to steal their guns and how like, and how like he's, he's uh, and how like, we're not, we're not trapping kids in cages. We're saving them. And like, and it's sort of like when you ask them where they get that opinion and then you realize that it's the exact same as probably what their parents think or like, if their parents found out their parents wouldn't care what they're saying, like mm-hmm. it's sort of that they've, they've put that mentality in their kid's head. And that kid like grew up knowing that that kid grew up knowing that it's okay to be racist to black people. And it's okay to be racist to Asian people. And like, what, especially in like a developing mind, when you have that seed planted in your head, it's harder to mm. get it out. I would say. Mm. Yeah. Because it's like constantly reinforced. Exactly. Yeah. You have people either telling you that it's wrong and that can either egg you on or bring you down. And when it brings you down, the person who brought you down is suddenly in wrong. Because mm. like, no matter what somebody's opinion is, you never want to be mean back. Mm. That, that doesn't help the situation. But. Well, that's your values. But there's some kid, you know, there's people who are raised to think that that would be yeah. weak. 
Well, well, yeah, well, I'm definitely going to, like, stand up for that. But, like, if somebody's mean to one of my friends, I'm definitely going to go yell at them. But, like, if you see somebody having an opinion, like, there's no reason to hate on them unless they're directly doing something, I guess. Yeah. Directly attacking somebody or a group of people, I guess. Yeah. Well, I just, to me, the fact that I mean, you guys were into politics back in, I feel like back in elementary school. Is that right? Do you remember that? I remember thinking, wow, these kids are like following the politics With like and they're passionate Clinton. about it. <laughs> was it uh, like during the first Trump election, maybe? When was that? Uh, definitely not as much as the kids my age are now. Yeah. But definitely to an extent yeah and it was definitely the smarter people i'll go ahead and say that it was definitely the smarter people who were paying attention to that and it was also the people who were very connected and part of that is being connected through your parents and like your parents maybe they're going home and hearing their parents go dang it trump lost the state and so they go to school the next day and go hey guys did you hear trump lost the state the other night and like they don't even know if it's good or bad. They just go and spread that. And maybe another person will think that. Maybe they won't have the right people at home or they won't the right friend group to tell them that that was wrong or like that, that was not the right thing to think. And then they'll, for the rest of their life, they'll, they'll grow up thinking that one thing from back then. Yeah. I've, I've definitely had a couple debates with some people about this and yeah. I noticed that it, it always ends with, well, I don't care what you say. And I'm like, well, you obviously do care. You wouldn't have talked to me to an hour for an hour about it. Like, <laughs> and <laughs> what I've realized is the less you talk and the more you question. And so like, if they're saying this is such and such, well, Biden's sleepy Joe and you're like okay why do you think that and they're like <laughs> they're just kind of like well, well I don't like him and <laughs> and I'm like I'm like okay give me three good reasons why you don't like him and they're like well he's gonna steal my guns make our gas high and 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 they're, it's just like. So, so it doesn't take much to kind of expose the, the, the frailty of their exactly. argument. Yeah. The house of cards. The their house, opinions of cards. house of cards. I mean, it's, it's interesting, Elliot. It's an interesting strategy. It's a good strategy. <laughs> and actually that strategy will serve you in life. And you can never be the wrong either when you're saying that. So like right. they can, they can never take a question. screenshot of what I'm saying and be like, this person came at me and he was hating on me. Like <laughs> that is very wise, actually. If you it doesn't matter if you know more than them, if you act like you're smarter, you always will end up being smarter. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might need to go. So into maybe the you are smarter because you know that. <laughs> what what did you say? Do you, you need to go? I said that should go in the quote book. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so do um i guess 
I want to sort of drill into your thoughts about your podcast. Yeah. Do you have a name for it? Yeah. It's called societal soup. Oh, that's right. And I was telling you, you should once, like once a month or something, you should make a little video of you making the soup and share the recipe. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, no, we're not. That's no, not well, no, that actually sounds like a really cool idea. I just feel like I'd have no offense, but I feel like I'd have like other things to do. <laughs> like, like I have more important things to do than yeah. on my no, podcast. No, <laughs> like, I know you also are very into cooking. So. Well, that was thing it just made me think of that the overlap yeah I don't even know what soup I would make but yeah Um, sounds good so so you're gonna have a a couple of regular people with you yeah so my friend Lucas he's going to be co-hosting just like this Mm -hmm. permanently okay and And we're thinking about maybe getting a third person just to like if, if we didn't have like a guest we could just like have conversations you know because mm. uh, i think you need to have at least three to have like a good conversation who do you have yeah, someone geez, in mind no here, for like, your third um <laughs> not specifically yet are you taking this is gonna sound this is gonna sound kind of cruel but i want to get somebody with divorced parents oh interesting. because so say more i've about noticed that. i've noticed every single friend that I've had who has divorced parents and believe me I've had a lot of them um they always have a a lot more of a positive outlook on life I guess you could say and you wouldn't expect that but like I feel like they always know more Mm. and like I think that might be because they experience two different lives or two Mm. different like sides of their life there is so like they might have a hard life at one house and then an easier life at the other house Mm. they may get like a a phone from one house for christmas and a pair of socks from the other house and Mm. so like that's not meant to be stereotypical but it's meant to be like i think their outlook on life is definitely more valuable if you've had those experiences do you think that like going through divorce like shakes them up and makes them like i think that time heals do what i think that time heals Time heals. So when you're my age, but your parents have gotten a divorce last year, yeah, you're gonna be shooken up, but shaken up, but like. But 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 what I'm saying is that like instead of just sort of going along, kind of like not thinking about anything, that it forces them to like grow. It forces them because it shakes them up, and then it forces them to grow, and then they develop, you know, sort of a more complex character structure or something. Cause they've gone through that exactly yeah and it also ties into a little bit of the life skills things i was talking about earlier about like the taxes and the, what happens if you get pulled over and stuff like like those are those are the types of kids who like got a debit card when they were in fourth grade and like and like those are the type of kids who started driving when they were in seventh grade like not like with like without a license but like they'll go in parking lots and stuff those are the parents. types of kids who like cook for their whole family at home like no matter how big the family is they just like I feel like they kind of learn more they progressively faster. exactly yeah. with two different parenting styles I guess you could say but also like the single parents probably needed help or you know they needed yeah. a, a way that they couldn't manage it in the old ways and so they gave their kids more responsibilities yeah I have a friend named 
and his parents are divorced and um I don't know if I should be saying names, but <laughs> um, his in Southwest Virginia. Okay. And so I think you, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, maybe should, I'll try and bleep that out. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say stuff about his home life, but I did. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, can yeah. you just like cut that whole part out? Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't really Well, you know what, that's like fine. That. We can keep it in and just say, you know, this is something to think about for your podcast. You're going to have to think about like how yeah. much you disclose. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he would be comfortable with me talking to me. Maybe if he doesn't even see this ever, but yeah, I don't know. It's, right. it's important to con- they'll, they'll conscience. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to think about what you want out, you yeah, know, because exactly. theoretically it's maybe just. Mimi and OG listening. Hi, Mimi and OG. But, <laughs> you know, maybe more people are listening. I don't know. Hi, other people. But you need to promote like, it, Larkin, on your social media. I know. I'm behind. I'm very busy and important. You have followers on, on a lot of things currently. But there is no behind. But that is post, one of my plans. Post words on a black screen. That's pretty much every Instagram story I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. true. Anyway, but I think knowing that okay like i'm not going to use people's real names or you know just in case things get out there and i feel like asking permission from folks before using their experience as yeah especially if you name them for sure uh, it's probably yeah i mean i think that probably for some things you could just say you know i have a friend who right their dad their dad owns a business that's so generic and as long as you weren't revealing stuff that was incredibly personal that he would recognize and be upset about it's probably okay well i don't i don't really know what he'd be upset about he's like six four he's he's a a gentle giant i guess you could say (laughs) he's like he's like the nicest person you would ever meet he he would get he would like get upset if he hurt like an ant but He's very intimidating. Is he a candidate for your third host? I would say, yeah. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a lot of free time on his hands, though. He's on the high school soccer team and he's very busy. Wow. He works at Domino's. <laughs> he could be a regular guest. There yeah. are those. Those are nice to have to circulate in regularly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think you'll have guests and what kind of guests would they be? I definitely do. But like, I don't think they need to be special because everybody else, everybody has a different story. Like, yeah, I mean, cause you guys didn't have me on for any specific reason other than just because and then it turns out I had a lot to talk about. So, um, well, yeah, but like what I'm saying is, is will they all be like kids your age? Yeah. All of them are going to be teenagers if so. Awesome. Um, so what are the things that you're going to talk about? So the main thing I wanted to talk about was what we kind of like broadly talked about today, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. which is sort of like how awful the education system is and like, especially here and like, they go more in depth about the mental health of students nowadays and sort of how. I think overall, 
especially in our area, the mental health has definitely taken a fast decline in wellness in the past year. Mm-hmm. So they go a little bit more in detail about that. And then as well, talk about um, sort of expectations, like, like whether people are going to college or not, or if they have future plans or like, I guess what they're like, what the expectations of their adults or their teachers or their coaches are, or their mentors and sort of how they feel about them and how those opinions, because I have friends who like, they're not allowed to leave their house and like, like during the week and like they, their parents only care about school. Like they have a one hour on their phone on the weekend. Like, so so their parents only care about school and does it go farther to like sort of a kind of expectations about them getting into certain schools and have doing certain kinds of degrees and careers yeah i have a friend named and he uh he says the tip he has this quote that he always says and he's like oh the typical asian stereotype (laughs) d d and d doctor doctor or disowned and and i don't blame him for thinking that because um both of his parents are doctors and he like they they hardly spend any time with him and like i think it's definitely sort of like and shoot i can't say personal i shouldn't have said his name but um yeah he definitely yeah i can bleep his name i'll bleep his name okay yeah 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 um said person's name has um they have heavy expectations of what they're supposed to do. So nothing higher than 95. I mean, nothing lower than a 95 and everything. And if you do no PC, no. And they are setting him up with the right environment to learn. Like they did buy him a $1,500 PC and like two monitors. And while he may play video games on those, like he has a great environment for being able to work and they gave him his own office upstairs in the house and it's soundproof and like they're they're definitely setting him up for like a a great success but like it goes to the point because like he's the type of person who doesn't reveal any of his emotions Mm. and so you never know if he's like struggling or anything so like if you'll be like yo david sorry bro i can't come hang out today and he'll be like it's good bro everything every single time he'll just say it's good bro you're good don't care it's fine like you you begin to wonder like is there something more than that or is there not because it's hard to tell mm-hmm. yeah and he he's definitely and with that complete and total tunnel vision on school he's never used a stove in his life mm-hmm. like he's like like um he life doesn't he has like maybe ten dollars of life savings like yeah it, it's stuff like that do you think he'd come on your show no he said he didn't want it because he doesn't like to share his feelings okay <laughs> oh well maybe someday <laughs> oh so sorry hmm what else are you going to do this summer? 
Uh, we're going to North Carolina once, twice, three times. I don't know. Um, but other than that, nothing really planned. I want to try and get like eight, ten episodes of this podcast out this summer. And then I, I wanted to bike to Roanoke, but Dad seems to think it'll be too much for me. Well, on what trail? Is there a trail? It's partially um, like off-road, like no trail, like basically like animal trails, but like there's signs and so stuff. Not even I've, AT or anything. No. Oh. All right, but we're gonna. I think it'd be really fun. We're gonna yeah. do it. Yeah, I would definitely either do, e do it like with a group or with friends or yeah. But like I, I bike so much as is. Like I go to from the library to the Christiansburg Mall and back to the library in like an hour and a half. So and that's without an e-bike. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. I like that goal. Yeah, I think especially it'd be if you really did cool. it with someone. Especially if you yeah. did it with an adult. Yeah, you can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. It's too dangerous. Well, I would either do it with an adult or like a group of friends, but. But I mean, even a group of friends be nice. Over twenty-five, there. <laughs> no, we'll have a twenty-four-year-old. Someone <laughs> who can rent a car if you need to. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. What else? So like, so Larkin, you had some ideas for um, coaching or something with Elliot around his podcast. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear. Yeah. Pretty clear about his why and some potential topics. And I think like with our podcast, you know, we, we went down the rabbit hole of trying to plan things. Yeah that didn't pan out no, that's not happening with me <laughs> yeah i came up with this idea like completely unbeknownst to you guys having your own thing so it's cool yeah. to know that you're doing it too something in the water in the black yeah. water podcasting yeah my my co-host is definitely going to be um he's very passionate about like things that are going on in the world mm-hmm. and so like the other day we were in my garage and we were doing homework and listening to music and he was like just ranting about the israel and palestine thing that's going on right now yeah and he was talking about how like he talked to somebody and like they had the wrong opinion and like i try to i i kind of like it's why we're such good friends because like i kind of like i kind of simmer him down when he's boiling that's a great way to put it but he's yeah. got he's also very smart and i said i you could say i'm i'm like the street smarts of the duo and he's sort of the school smarts book smarts oh really so i like it so yeah that was one of my questions was are you going to talk politics uh, i think we will talk politics but not give off opinions mm. That's going to take a lot of discipline. I know. Like, how is that? Well, me specifically will give off an opinion oh. other than just like world peace. Oh, <laughs> that's it. Oh, so yeah. nice. 
Yes, actually your strategy of asking questions. This is great. I wish I could like turn you loose on some people, some controversial people. <laughs> By all means. Actually, that could be something that would evolve. You could have people on who have very different opinions. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would go down too well with uh, my buddy Lucas. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it can be um, harsh sometimes. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Cool. So you're gonna start after June one. Yeah, I'll, on June first, I'm gonna start like either getting people together, setting up calls, or whatever it may be. But I'm definitely gonna start. I've already reached out to a couple different people yeah. about possibly be coming on and being a guest, but. I've only gotten responses from like five of them, like good responses. And then, yeah, sure. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> well, even if you only have, you know, like a couple people, you can go pretty far with that, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure that you've got things. Everybody has their own story. So I'm sure there's things I don't know. That's why I want to get people that I'm not as close with. Yeah. And yeah because i'm super extroverted so and i feel like slowly over this past year i've become more introverted which kind of sucks but it's just the truth like i've been definitely like get a little bit of social anxiety whenever i go out to hang out with somebody or like whenever i go to like anything other than like with family or with close friends but. yeah You'll get over that pretty quickly once. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. It's what Larkin was saying, you know, after like a year in lockdown, she's like, I don't know if I know how to talk to people. In I say, <laughs> what I say is I'm not quite fit for public consumption. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of my friends like to call me the therapist of the friend group. <sighs> and I've told that to my parents before and they're like, Elliot, it's too much pressure on you. <laughs> oh gosh. I, mean, I really, I really I like that title. Sweet. That's so nice. That speaks to your sensitive soul. Yeah. It's a because Pisces. I can, I can really keep a secret and I can really, I guess I can really give the advice when it's needed. You can empathize. Various empathize. Things. Yeah. yeah. That's, I, I mean, that's what I was. Me too. In high school. Yeah. <laughs> I was the counselor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like people, people come to me to tell me their problems and vent. But. Good. Well, well, I'm excited. I'm, I will be interested to follow your podcast. Thank you. And yeah, hopefully I can make a little bit of following out of it on through like social media. And yeah. Yeah. You, you were saying that your Instagram yeah good. i get i get like beefy views on my stories and like some of my posts and stuff so yeah that's great yeah i on on the last thing i posted on my instagram story i was getting like upwards of like 500 views on it so that's, that's really pretty good, good. yeah 500 good. views for 800 followers is really really good that is really good, that is good. and um i remember when i had back when i had like 500 i was getting like 80 views 
and I think sort of like people got to know me and they look at my stuff more but and then like uh I, my posts I probably won't actually post post about it but so I, uh, do you yeah. want to share your Instagram uh, like is it public how do your parents yeah about this? public yeah okay it's a public What's your account. Instagram handle uh it's uh it's I should know this, but I like, yeah, it's like sells Nick Elliott 14 or something. All one word. Any yeah. dashes in there? Underscore sells Nick dot Elliott underscore 14. I think I have my profession listed as an ice cream truck right now. Nice. <laughs> now it's ski resort. Oh yeah. Same difference. <laughs> but you, and you only have one post. Yeah, I, I don't post that much. I Yeah. Why do you only have one post? Because uh, I don't take pictures. <laughs> wait, wait. So what is the, what are your stories? Is that different? I, I like repost yeah. other people's posts, like celebrities, and I just like randomly say stuff like, dang, chicken nuggets are good today. Or like. <laughs> yeah, you have a very entertaining story going on, I would say. But I also post some stuff about like awareness and mental health and like issues that are going on. So okay. So Katie's allergic to social media. So do you you don't even know what a story is, do you? Allergic? Don't. It's um a story is a new feature that is both on Instagram and Facebook where it's a 20, it only stays up for 24 hours. Oh. And um and Snapchat. It's on Snapchat too. It's similar to yeah. Snapchat. Okay. I've never gotten on the Snapchat. It, it's been, it's like a temporary post, basically, and you can post something small, like just a couple words, and people will see it right then. It pops up right at the top of their screen when they open their app, and so. Interesting. It's a great way to advertise something other than just posting where. All these little things across the top. If yeah. you touch one. Yeah. Like there's hummingbird. Like. And you okay. see that little bar at the top, it goes, it gives you a good, like a couple seconds. Oh, yeah, ranch goes, ad. <laughs> so it's like, it's like more addictive, basically. Oh, okay. So, so, you can just I tap mean, through them. The scroll is addictive too. It's all addictive. It's all just, you know. It's the same with TikTok as well. Mm, okay. Oh, TikTok. See, I'm not on all these things. I barely, I kind of want to get off I'm Facebook. I'm already feeling but... myself going. <laughs> Why don't you like social media, Katie? You can just turn all your notifications off and only go on when me and Larkin send you something. I felt like, you know, that addictive thing? Yeah. So I would spend, because, you know, back when I was on it, it was Facebook was the one where we were all on, you know. I'm that generation. What about and MySpace? Did you have a MySpace? I didn't have a MySpace. I sort of ignored MySpace. I was like, I'm not doing that. So I would spend probably, if I had time, I would spend an hour on Facebook every morning as part of my breakfast ritual. And I just felt like it sucked me into a mindset that was so kind of like, it was like a hungry ghost mindset. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, you're like, looking for something and you're wishing that things were better or you're trying to think of something cool to post or you're you know trolling around on other people's profiles or you know reading stupid news stories that most of them are just total garbage <laughs> i just felt like it was like 
consuming junk food for my mind and that it i'll all i and you know like i was so really aggravated at like what people would post most of the people that i was friends with were posting pictures of their food and it wasn't beautiful pictures it was just like random like i'm eating this like who the f cares and <laughs> Or pictures of their kids, like, oh, this is the most amazing child in the world. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I mean, when you love your child, they are wonderful to you. <laughs> and anyway, I just, there was that. And well, yeah, then, that's the point of then, social media, though. You you connect with people. I know, but you don't connect in a meaningful way. It's a, it's a, it's Whoa. in a very shallow, like sort of self-absorbed, narcissistic, like low-nutrition way. That's about what you think is meaningful and what you think is not meaningful. Well, I couldn't. Like it could get be meaningful to some people. Like for me, it's definitely like if I look at Instagram, it's definitely not the same as like going up and talking to somebody. But yeah. For some people, I can definitely see how like they go on Instagram and they share because maybe they don't want to talk in real life. Or yeah. Maybe, and there's maybe a they don't have that. a way to show somebody that. So they post it on social media. And like, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people pretending, you know, that there's a lot of people like presenting like the most, you know, you know, curated. ideal face curated on. life. It's yeah. a very curated image and it's not really real. Yeah. And there's like this whole mindset about that, that I just like, you know, I get all, I just don't like it. And, and then yeah, on top that. of that, I got paranoid. So this was the other thing that happened. I got paranoid. I realized there was one too many uh, default settings update that Facebook did where they suddenly made things public that I had set to private. They did some blanket thing and I got freaked out. I was like, you know, I don't have control over this that you know my facebook profile mm -hmm. and then you know you read the the settings and facebook owns all of your stuff forever you can delete the pictures but they're going to exist forever they're in the facebook servers and you have agreed to allow them to use your images if you want and any of your content yeah and and i just got paranoid and i was like i'm done i don't want to do this anymore i don't i don't know so, and then, you know, there's a lot of, I don't know. I don't want people to know me in that way, I guess. Yeah. It was mostly a paranoia thing though, in all honesty. I just suddenly freaked out. I was like, I don't want Facebook to own my stuff. I don't trust Mark Zuckerberg. He's a <laughs> high functioning sociopath. Like, I am not going to trust anything personal to, to a company run by him. Like, this is insane. So. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with, like, the addictive side of it. But I also think that it's a self-control thing. Like, you, you can choose what you post on that type of stuff. So if you post something and it ends up getting shared and you don't want it to be shared, then I guess you are your own downfall. So... <laughs> and um on your phone you can actually see like your average time how long you spend on it and that's also a thing on instagram and mine right now is like three and a half hours average a day yeah and that's when i'm focused on homework like most of the time it's yeah. down 65 percent from a couple weeks ago yeah 
And a couple weeks ago, it was like 12, 13 hours a day on my phone, which is just absurd. But. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's it's a similar um, argument as the argument that about education. You know, it's like you can make of it what you want. You can buy into it as much as you want. You can make it work for you, yeah. you know, rather than having it like control you and shape you. That's probably also me being more of an independent person as well. Exactly. And, you know, I, I can see it from both sides. Um, you know, like I'm an, I'm now a, an intellectually independent person, but I wasn't back in high school. I was such a like follower. <laughs> I just did what people wanted. So it, it would never have occurred to me to ask the kind of questions that you're asking mm. and to be rebelling in the ways that, you know, you're, you know, that. Yeah. I mean, well, somebody's got to do it. Well, of course. And you know, that's actually. We can't all be thing. the kid who doesn't know how to use the stove like <laughs> or the or the just totally compliant you know like oh pacified you know like you know the one who goes over to somebody's to house is at dinner then goes can i have water <laughs> oh is that the those side? people is oh, that the bad side those people <laughs> the people the people who will be like right next to somebody's trash can with trash in their hand and go hey can i put this in your trash can oh like <laughs> it's also sort of I was almost that person <laughs> I really was you can't imagine how I was when I was your age I was so nice well I think there's there's <laughs> definitely to now <laughs> I, I think you definitely like obviously you need to be polite and all but like I think there's an extent to it where like your mind is like either it's the anxiety or it's like it's whatever you've been raised to do because like I know people who not gonna say names but like they go over to somebody's house and like they they'll like trash the place and then they'll just leave like mm -hmm. but then again like i know people and this is including me who like we'll go over to somebody's house and like i'll walk into like i have a friend i'll walk into his house and like clear the table and like start doing the dishes <laughs> and like it's because he doesn't do it for himself like i would much rather do it at his house than my house uh-huh well yeah. yes that usually happens too you're so much better for guests <laughs> exactly um uh, what's your favorite well, food my favorite food i would probably have to say like a really crispy chicken sandwich with like pickles on it or really, really, really slow cooked ribs. Like the great kind of ribs that have like a good like inch of meat on them. And fat, dripping with fat. Where you pick up the bone and the meat doesn't come with it. Ah. <laughs> or, or an unwitch. Do you know what that is? No. It's a sandwich, but the bread is lettuce. Oh. And Any particular fillings? It's literally just like, I love turkey and avocado on a sandwich. Mm. And if you put the right sauce with it, whether it be like a chipotle sauce or like a tangy sauce with like lettuce as the bread, it can be insanely good. Because 
lettuce gives it a texture that it doesn't normally have mm. and like that that ties into a lot of my cooking like i don't think i've made a single thing in the last month or in the last like year off of a recipe i estimate and everything is an experiment and somehow it always turns out okay but <laughs> like yesterday night when we went to that little gathering at the house of Miyoji's house we had um I brought like some chopped up carrots, broccoli, onions, garlic, and chicken. And then I brought a teriyaki sauce I made and then some already cooked ramen noodles and I fried it all up in a pan and ate it there. Mm. So. You're making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you were there. But I you had sushi. There. It looks delicious. I had my leftover birthday sushi. Yeah. yeah. We had sushi yesterday night for dad's birthday. Oh, nice. And ribs. We had ribs yesterday night too. It was quite the feast. And then carrot cake. Mm. Most of which was consumed by me. All three of the following. <laughs> well, I only have one more question. One more thing to ask you about. Is it deep? Go. No. Are you excited about becoming my chauffeur next year? Yeah. What is this for? <laughs> Once Elliot can drive, he's going to be my chauffeur. We've decided. I was excited <laughs> at birth. No, I'm just, I'm totally kidding. Are you excited about driving? I'm, I don't remember. I am like, overly hyped. You didn't want to learn how to drive. As of right now, before even driving, the process is convincing mom and dad to let me go on road trips with friends. Because uh -huh. that is like a big thing on my bucket list. I want to like go on a cross country road trip with like three or four friends. Yeah. And we can like switch off driving and like sleep on the side of the road in a tent. Yeah. And like, yes. Like, on the of side the of the road. road at a campsite, but like, okay, at a campsite. Yeah, yeah road trips are the best. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be exciting. Go on adventures and stuff. And how soon do you get to get your permit and all that? Uh, I can get my learners in August. Oh, all right. So in three months from now. So ish three months ish <laughs> mm -hmm. well after you've finished your summer podcast season you'll be ready to driving season the it's time to study for driving <laughs> so all right so you got you're like i'm like you're sort of making me think about maybe taking the challenge and trying to go back on social media. What? But if I do, which one do you recommend I do? Instagram. Instagram. But and then if you were to go from my desktop, unless if, I oh I know how to cheat. I know how to cheat. If you were to go past that, I would say TikTok because you don't have to put anything out and you can just look at funny videos. <laughs> no, I don't want to. As long as you don't look at the toxic comment section on TikTok, then you'll be fine. Oh, yeah. You can watch videos of like monkeys and like um, dogs and puppies and all kinds of funny stuff. Well, can, so like, how would you recommend I be on Instagram? Like, you can be on Instagram is, well, with a private account. Yeah, and you don't, you don't, you're not required to have a presence if you have Instagram. Like, well, I've got that. I mean, I actually have. I can go be, you know, browse Instagram. I just don't. Well, if you have Instagram, then I can send you stuff like funny memes and stuff. 
yeah, I mean, you'd you'd be like able to look at all the family's posts, but I mean, and friends, but I mean, that's the whole point. Like, do you if do you're looking for a further phone, point mostly? past that, yeah, I'd like do Instagram on my phone. But like, I, I mean, I guess recently I have been on it as much, but when I don't have it, I notice that I don't have it for sure. Yeah, with Instagram for me, it's not something that like, if I put it down, I might get like the jitters. I need to get back on it. It's like <laughs> I put it down because it's boring and like, Larkin. If you look at my account, I'm following like almost three thousand two hundred people on Instagram, <laughs> which is a ridiculous number, by the way. So what does that mean? You see random stuff in your feed? Yeah, it's it's like. I don't even look at my Instagram feed that much. I like get on. It's basically just DMs on Instagram now and people's stories. Mm. It's either somebody shaking their butt, sports, or something funny. That's about it. Lots of cute baby goats on there, Katie. Oh. <laughs> Not on my feed. But... <laughs> I have baby goats down the hill. I could just walk down and go. All right. All right. <laughs> Yeah, well, a lot of it is a lot of it is social media is how people learned to connect recently. Mm-hmm. And even if they didn't as much beforehand, if they went out and hung out with everybody, when you go on lockdown, you have to find a way to connect with people mm-hmm. or else you just fall into a depression hall. Mm-hmm. And so at least so that was how you guys would hang out, you and your friends? Well, at least in the first days of COVID, yeah, we would go on FaceTimes and instagram calls and texting group chats and stuff but then then and i was going on bike rides with the same three people every week and and then my group kind of expanded to like 10 that i hang out with i've been hanging out with for the past couple months and it's definitely not the same as hanging out regular because you know we're all like outside and wearing masks but that'll change soon once we're all double vaccinated Yep. When is that? That June 9th. That'll be good. June 9th. June 9th, I can get my second one. Yeah. It's gonna be really, really awesome. Yeah, just get ready. It's a whole new world and it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. For me anyway. I am an introvert. I was an introvert to start with, and then the pandemic made me more introverted. And instead of hanging out with people online, I just went and made friends with the trees and the forest. So now that I'm interacting with like way more people again, I'm like, I don't understand how people survive. <laughs> yeah. I would say the only thing I'm nervous for is like pool season. Because, uh, you know, like uh, there has been a little bit of weight gained. Because <laughs> we've all gained like, it. 15. At the, yeah. yeah at the beginning of quarantine i lost like an unhealthy amount of weight but mm. i think i lost like 20 pounds at the beginning of quarantine and then oh. i definitely gained it all back and more <laughs> so <laughs> i gained it all back like with an extra five <laughs> so i'm like i'd say like 30 percent of my body weight is my butt so <laughs> All right. Well, well, on that note, <laughs> yes. On that note, let's like get our booty on out. 
Thank you, Elliot. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Hearing your perspective. Yeah. To our podcast. Is there anything that makes you feel a little more free? What do you mean by that? Be more specific. Give me an example of what a little more free means. Just more free. What it means to you. What did somebody else say? <laughs> um, I feel a little more free when I go for a walk. Oh, you mean that? Um, probably when I'm in the kitchen or biking, because like just a couple of days ago, I was with two friends and we were biking full speed down Bishop Road with music blasting, and like it, it was such a vibe. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very felt. I guess I definitely felt free then. Cool. Like speeding with our arms up in the air and like. <laughs> and I hope you're wearing a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least when I'm doing that. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for Thanks coming. Thanks for having up. me on. Thank you for listening, everybody. And we look forward to your podcast, Elliot. Indeed. Societal soup. Turn in. (laughs) I mean, tune in on Spotify. June. June something. You're going to post on your Instagram? Yeah. Uh, I'll post on my Instagram related to that in June and probably a little before as well. So. Very good. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. So we goodbye. Bye. Bye.